Welcome back to Sports Dump, Lewis County's only sports podcast, sponsored by Elam's Home Furnishings and Mattress Gallery, Global Septic, and AmeriCool Heating and Cooling. And fellas, basketball is occurring. Yay. While we were watching football and taking a break, here's everything important that happened in the first three. Are we already three weeks into the basketball season? Like three, maybe two. Two and a half. I don't know. I've, have we been paying some, attention? Some teams are almost 10 games deep. <laughs> That's I can't, too many. <laughs> we can't, it's not like we're, when we were at the press box at Husky Stadium just like watching games and there were just like buzzes on our phone from basketball coaches being like, I mean, this is great. We'll get to you in like two weeks. And, I, and now it's two weeks later. And I definitely didn't write up a few from the press box during the Yelp oh, State title you? game. <laughs> uh, we'll start with the 2Bs, our favorite conference, the Central 2B League, or... Subhead, the Mountaineers are calling and we must go. Is, that, the, is that a quote up here? I realized I wrote that out. and then The mountains are calling and I must go? Yeah, that was like every senior at, in California high school's like favorite quote. Uh, yeah, that was like all over Instagram photos of yeah, like that was, okay. a nondescript mountain. Yep. Um, all right. Uh, Rainier and Navvine on the boys' side are both 3-0 and in C2BL play. Uh, Rainier lost to Eatonville to start the season and has won six straight including a 20-point win over Adna. They have more Meldrums than you. So many Meldrums. And are they all triplets? better at basketball What's the... than all of us. No, it's two brothers. It's either two twins and an older brother or two brothers and a cousin, and I can never remember. The other thing about them is like they're all Jay Meldrums, and the rest of the team are all Jays. So they're my favorite team. So um, they're what, Jimmy, Jacob, and Jared or something? Jimmy, Jacob, and Josh Meldrum. And then oh. they've got Jared Sprowski. They've got Johnny Besh. Um, Not Johnny Bench. No, I wish. Be cool. But they have it's all Jays. It's great. And cool. obviously it's working. Uh yeah. Uh, meanwhile, Napavine got a late start, but they're four and with just one win by less than twenty four points. Uh James Gross, Still do we have a scoring good. a scoring average for him so far? What's I, he at like twenty eight? He's had he's hit I think twenty four in every single game and he's already passed thirty twice. And Jaron Prather is still very good and Carson Denault is Fully healthy and very good. And yeah, they're doing what we expect them to do. Uh, Adna, two and one in league. They have three freshmen in the starting lineup. I believe they've hit some some injury trouble. Yeah, so Braden Salmi's hurt and he's out for at least most of the year. And Eli Smith is, I haven't gotten an update on him, but he's been out too. And I think he's going to be out for most of the year. So yeah, I like we said, I think, geez, two weeks ago now at the uh, sort of in our little mini preview of of basketball they're starting Trevin Salmi. They've got a couple other freshmen. They've got Lane Johnson, who's pretty much the one senior. Uh, Jens Nielsen is playing. Uh, and it's kind of, you know, tread water until maybe their star scorer comes back. What can they do? Can they steal a couple games here and there? And they did really well, and then they just got smacked by Rainier mm-hmm. uh, by 20 points. Yeah, that was a, an odd one. <laughs> Uh, meanwhile, Toledo, Wakaika, and Toodle are all one and one, and Toledo and Toodle Lake play each other tonight. It's early. It's a cement mixer. It's yeah, yeah. Uh, Morton White Pass, Winlock, Onalaska, and Kalama are all winless in league, though Onalaska and Winlock play each other tonight. So presumably that will change. Theoretically, someone has to win. Um, any thoughts on the season thus far? Surprises or predictions the rest of the way? Um. <coughs> Excuse me, Morton White Pass hasn't won a league game yet, but Judah Kelly and Tony Belgiorno, when healthy, are combining for 50 to 60 points, it seems like, on a nightly basis. They're scoring a ton so of points. I wouldn't be surprised if some wins start trickling in for them. Also, I think they're winless at 0-1. <laughs> like, 
some of these yeah. uh, Toledo and Morton White Pass both they were supposed to play. Everybody's play, played two or three league games except for those two because they were supposed to play That's earlier, right. and they got they actually pushed their game to Friday so they could play it at the Moda Center. So they're That's playing fun. a league game not in the state, which just you know it's kind of weird but realignment. interesting yeah realignment really <laughs> messes things up um they'll be fine but yeah i mean i think i'm surpri- a little surprised at how good rainier has been but also they haven't played napa vine yet i think they play wakayakum tonight or sometime this week there are a lot of really good matchups that are going to help shape it out but i'd say that right now there are still six or seven teams that really have shouts at not just a district spot but a pretty you know could finish like top four. And I think it'll be fun to see, see how they figure it out. All right. On the girls' side, stop us if you've heard this before, but Rainier and Adna, Napavine, are both 3-0 and in C2BL play. Rainier is 6-0 overall. They started the season with a double-digit win over the 1B state finalist with oh. double-digit wins over both 1B state finalists. There you go. Mossy Rock and... Who's the other one? Nia Bay. Then they beat Adna 52-49 in one of the best games so far this winter. Napavine is 6-1. and one. They started their season with four straight games in which they shut out an opponent for an entire quarter. They just lost to 2A White River, which is a pretty, pretty good program. Yeah. Um, thoughts? Uh, who's better, Rainier or Napavine? I think... I mean, Napavine's a lot... Actually, no, I, I can't say. They're both good. That, Nap, that Rainier-Adna game was one of the better games I've covered since I've come down here. Um, obviously, Rainier pretty much brings back everybody from last year, and they've their backcourt is just stacked between um, Angelica Askey and Bryn Beckman and Brooklyn Swenson, and those three can all handle the ball, and that's really what makes them so good is a lot of 2B girls basketball teams. If you take away the person that kind of mixes everything together, it just comes down to who's the more athletic. Napavine does that really well because Napavine will take... They can stick, you know, Kira O'Neill on the ball handler or Taylor Evander on the ball handler, and then it's just a matter of who's more athletic, and Napavine is more athletic than you are. But with Rainier, they've got so many people that can move the ball. They can run such a well-oiled offense. They can give you so many looks. Like when I um, when I covered them beating Nia Bay, they, you know, started out, Nia Bay started out pressing, and it took them like a quarter, less than a quarter, to just completely break that down. So Nia Bay dropped into man. So they started running two or three plays that just beat man cover man every single time. So they went to a zone and they hit four three pointers in a minute. Like they really are probably the most complete team. Napavine's just incredibly athletic. I mean, you mm-hmm. it's Napavine. It's yeah, yeah. It's, it's a nine girl rotation and they are all faster and can jump higher and be more physical than you. Okay, high praise for Napavine. Meanwhile, Adna two and one in league, five and one overall, has looked dominant in every game except a loss to Rainier. And uh, that Rainier game, pretty good one. Yeah, I said. I mean, it was one of those. I realized when I was pounding out these notes that we have we didn't talk about it because we didn't have a podcast last week because someone was gone. Uh huh. Was it you? <laughs> it was, that it, was. It was me <laughs> doing, doing. What was we call it? Cowboy stuff in California. Yeah, is that what you were up to? No. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, that was just an incredible game. It was back and forth the entire way. The thing I learned from that matchup is I would guess that, like last year, was. Napavine and Adna and oh yeah, Rainier was kind of here. Mm-hmm. And Napavine won both those games. This year it's three teams. And this year I think the bold, the I don't know if it's a hot take, but bold prediction would be that nobody's winning out. I don't think anybody's going to win out this year. I think I think Napavine, 
Nafavine plays both teams once, and Rainier and Adnor are going to play again later in the year, and I could definitely see each team kind of taking one from those because I think they really match up into some good good matchups. Nobody's clearly better than each other. I don't think anybody's going to beat any of those three. But uh, Kalama and Tootle Lake are also 2-1 and one in league. Tootle plays Adna tomorrow night. Um, on Alaska, Mordoy Pass, and Toledo all have one league win. Winlock and Wakaikum are winless. Um, I guess for discussion, as far at this point, how do you see the big three there finishing in the state conversation? How do, how do we think the C2BL stacks up with the rest of the state this year? I don't know, but we're going to find out this weekend. We're going to when we get into the the games coming up. There's going to be some really good benchmarks for East West. But I think I mean I think this is it's exactly like the boys. There's some teams that are very clearly the top tier, and then kind of the second tier, but that second tier is five or six teams that are going to be playing for three or four spots, and they're all going to kind of be in that cement mixer. Okay. Uh, this podcast brought to you by Global Septic, providing septic service and portable sanitation for Thurston, Lewis, Mason, Cowlitz, and Grays Harbor counties. Global Septic offers septic pumping, inspection, and riser installation, commercial septic pumping, grease trap services. You never know when you're going to need those. And they will rent you a porta potty or a sink. Visit Gobel Septic at G-O-E-B-E-L-Septic.com or give them a call at 360-736-2167. Moving on to the two A's. And Dylan steps to the mic. Here we go. Uh, on the boys' side, Tumwater and WF West are both 3-0. and And have both looked, what's the emoji where the guy's kind of putting his palms up and going, I don't know. And they call him a shruggy, I think. Shruggy? Uh, they both look meh to get there. Uh, Tumwater just beat Centralia 58-46 and lost by 24 to Kelso earlier in the season. And WFOST has looked fine in league, which includes a win over Black Hills last week and less fine out of it. So as for the Tumwater and WFOSts of the EVCO, who, uh, you know, what do you, what do you think, Dylan? Thoughts? I mean, that, that shrug emoji is kind of a great way to describe it. And I think if there was an, a noise to go with it, it would be just kind of like, eh, you know, eh. Um, WF West that I, I'll kind of save the black Hills game when we talked about them in the second, but watching them against battleground for a battleground, like I think that they have a higher ceiling than what they're playing at right now. But at some point we got a story see of WF West boys yeah. basketball. Like they hung with battleground for about two and a half, almost a full three quarters. And then, I mean, Chris White said it himself. He's like, we just had a meltdown. Like, and they ended up losing by like 20. Um, kind of the same thing with Tumwater. They've looked fine in the league, and then they host Kelso. That one wasn't really close. They turned the ball over almost 30 times. It it was kind of it was bad. Um, but yeah, I think both of those teams kind of have higher ceilings. And again, this is a little nitpicky because at the end of the day, they're both still unbeaten in league. They're probably still the two best teams in the league. But as we start to get into later in the year when it's talking about district and state, you'd like to see them kind of get closer to their ceiling. All right. Um, and then Black Hills and Centralia are both one and two. Black Hills has lost four straight, including an 18-point loss to Shelton, exclamation point, question mark. That was, I don't Perplexing. I don't know. Yes. Yeah. Black <laughs> Hills is on a four-game losing streak. That Yeah, that loss to Shelton is inexplicable, and I have no clue what happened there. Uh, Centralia lost a close game to Aberdeen, then dominated Rochester, then lost a close one to Tumwater. First so, game in over a couple of years for them. Um, Good for the Tigers. Yeah, so they're, they're things are looking up, I guess you could say. And that um, 
Black Hills also lost a close game at WF West, but it was one where they were in control for most of it before WF West just found a rhythm late. And I mean, that's sort of a, a note just because last year it was, you know, the WF West, Black Hills, Tumwater, and I guess that's lower to higher because even though they were close games, Black Hills beat them, beat WF West twice. And so. Uh, and then Rochester is winless and their coach has just uh, stepped down. Today. Okay. Did, was that, there that like any, any additional information offered or was no. he just kind of. Uh, we just got a news tip that Gino Matuffi stepped down and the um, athletic director confirmed it for us. And just said, yeah. Do they have an interim? They have two interims. Ooh. If it was their two uh, assistants, if I remember yes, correctly. Yes, the two. Uh, Cooper McCullough and Darren Rebello. All right. Who have, yeah. Okay. They're 0-9, so hopefully they can uh, turn things around there. All right. On the girls' side, stop us if this sounds familiar, but WF West and Tumwater, both undefeated and have looked... Mostly better to get I, there. I put the shrug emoji in there, and then I realized I was a little mean because WFS has looked fine. Uh, WFS is 8 0 and 3 0 in league and has won all but one of their games by at least 20 points. I would say they are fine. They, they are fine. Their ceiling is quite tall. Placing at state, if not as high as it can go. Yeah. yeah. Uh, meanwhile, Tumwater is 6 1 and 4 0 in league, but they just lost 60 33 to 3A Timberline. This is where the shrug emoji comes in because, again, it's kind of like it's the. It's the athleticism versus, you know, the intangibles or the other things. Um, they just, lo- I was at the game, they lost Timberline, and they did not look good. They, Timberline pressed them, and they just had no answer. It wasn't even that their shots weren't falling. They were having trouble getting to the point where they got a shot off because they were just turning the ball over too much. And as they were saying afterwards, you know, this is why you play good teams in December because you figure that out. It just reminded me a lot of um, kind of some of the tough spots they had last year when Kylie Waltemeyer was hurt, like, when you don't have somebody who's really good at creating their own shot and everything has to come off of a dribble or a pass, then if you face a defense that can shut that down, you're you're going to be in trouble. They uh, The offense just wasn't there. And before this, before that game, they beat Montesano 25-23 to 23 in a game that we got no stats from, but also if it was 25-23, I don't think we need too many stats many to know stats. how yeah. that went. <laughs> So, yeah, that, that one, WF West, is starting to look like it could run away with things. And you yeah, probably should. Um, Black Hills is also still in the mix. They're 7-1, and 2-1. and one. Their only loss came against WF West. Rochester is 2-2. Two and two. Dylan was at that WF West Black Hills game, and you made it sound like it was not it wasn't. It wasn't a blowout. It but. was kind of that middle ground where WF West kind of took a 12- to 15-point lead and never really pulled away, but Black Hills also never got closer than, I want to say, like seven or eight. Yeah. Um, so one where WFS was definitely in control, um, but Black Hills certainly... They've been better this year. ...get wiped off the floor. They look solid. I'm starting to think that part. I'm starting to think those Black Hills-Tumwater matchups are going to be interesting. Maybe more even interesting than the WFS-Tumwater ones, though I'd love to be proven wrong. Uh, we should also mention Julia Dalen for WFS has scored a billion points this year. Yeah, pretty much. And blocked a billion shots. And, yeah. How many triple-doubles do we know? I Secondary stats are hard, but yeah. yeah, I know. I think I think one of them was a blocks, rebounds, points, triple double, <laughs> if I remember correctly, from what Karnofsky texted me. Yes, um, and she did set the single game scoring record. What thirty eight was that the record? Yep. yep. Uh, the old record was thirty six, and she, she set thirty eight. Okay, um, the old record was like from the nineties, I think, early nineties. Yes. Um, yeah, that's pretty cool. What's what's she averaging? Like high twenties? Got to be at least. I yeah. feel like she. 
we talk about Josh Fay getting to 40 and stopping. I feel like she gets pulled when she hits 25 because she's hit 20. It, she's been on 26 or 27, I feel like, most, except for the one where she broke the record. Yeah, she mm-hmm. had an off night with air quotes at Black Hills, and she put up 30. Uh, and I, yeah. walk, I walked out of the gym. I said, you know, Dalen wasn't like 100% on a game. I look at the scorebook, 30. I'm like, okay, oh, yeah, well, it's one of those. Yeah. Uh, what's uh, the Centralia? What's Centralia doing? They're not having a great time. No, well. They're winless, I think. Uh, I just realized or half the way. teams we've mentioned so far in this section, WFS girls, Timberline girls, and Centralia girls, all coached at one point by Tom Kelly. Really? Yeah. Fun fact. Should we just segue straight into the one beast then? Uh, we'll get there. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, go for it. Uh, this podcast brought to you by Elam's Home Furnishings and Mattress Gallery. If you've moved through most of Thurston and Lewis County and are now in East County and need new furniture all the time. <laughs> and you're constantly looking for... Something to fit your new living space. Contact our friends at Elam's Home Furnishings and Sleep Center. Maybe you need, maybe you have multiple residences and you need multiple beds. Thanks for not making me the joke this time. Yeah, not this time, Josh. <laughs> Just wait until next week. Yeah. Uh, so many fine mattresses at uh, Elam's Home Furnishings. For Tom Kelly's home in Or maybe Olympia, his home in Timber- Randall, his home in Timberline, you know, his home in Australia. <laughs> yeah, his East End home. Uh, he's probably got more than one house. Um... You know, yeah, decorate your bedroom with all the finest from Elam's. Uh, where's there? I was looking for their mattress. Ooh, yeah. Oh, a sleigh bed? That sounds cool. A sleigh cool. bed. Yeah, you know. Lovely weather or something, something, sleigh bed. There's something there. <laughs> is it a bed that looks like a sleigh or is and it Yeah, like, it is kind of. Is it a bed that slays? Uh, both. Nice. I mean. <laughs> sleigh bed. <laughs> you play your cards right, it's going to be both. <laughs> Uh, a lot of great deals on mattresses at Elam's. Um, I'm sure they've got some sweet discounts for, uh, you know, the holidays. Visit their showroom at 1530 South Gold Street in Centralia or check out more at elamshf.com. And now we do indeed move into the Tom Kelly section. In the 1B <laughs> Boys, Mossy Rock is 4-0 and in the CVL. That's It's at Columbia Valley League or yes. is that the... Coastal Variety League. No, it's the Columbia Valley because, you know, you're in the Valley of the Columbia in Mossy Rock. Mossy Rock? Yeah. You are specifically <laughs> in the Valley of the Cowlitz. Uh, Mossy Rock is 4-0 in the CBL standings, and PL is tied for third at 3-1 and with a 13-point loss to undefeated Willapaw Valley. Oakville is 4-2 and with two losses to 2B schools. Would love to say we know more, but we have heard literally nothing, nothing from them. Bet they're doing it and it's fun, though. Uh, Mossy Rock at 4-0. Good? Surprising? Munoz is really good, right? Munoz is very good. He scored 35 last uh, game. They also are back a little bit because um, Easton Kolb uh, got hurt in their football semifinal when they lost by a lot of points to Wilbur Creston Keller. So he came back, I think, for the first time last game. I think he was nursing like an ankle sprain. They've just got a a lot of pieces. They got him. Hunter Isom is putting down a double-double. Tyson Vigory's been doing things for them. Luke Cooper is, I think, also rehabbing some injury stuff. But, yeah, I mean, Munoz, they keep calling him uh, Kelly Ross, who calls their st- stuff in because Tom Kelly has tr- uh, doesn't want to talk to me. Um, <laughs> he he called him one of the best shooters in the state, and he might be, and he's starting to attract that attention, and he's going to, I mean, he's going to eat at 1B level. And it's really, you really have to look at how they're doing against the central two B league school schools as like a test for, or as a tell for how they're going to do against the top level teams in the state. And they're doing mm-hmm. all right, but they'll get better. All right. Um, then on the girls side, Mossy Rock is two and O against one B CVL teams. 
and one and three against C2BL teams and one and one against everyone else. They're going to roll in league and already played eight games. It's yeah. December 19th. Anyway, um, PL is tied for third after losing by 12 to Willabaugh Valley. Stop us if we, it's really the boys and the girls. It's just the same. It's just a, a mirror situation. Um, all right, Mossy is Mossy Rock. They're not they as good as they were last year. The girls, not it can't be right. I don't think they are. It's it, we said this last week. It's the exact same as the volleyball team, where they have to replace basically everybody, and volleyball turned that into a third place finish at state. So like, they, I feel like that's sort of the story. The thing they're kind of gunning for this year is to prove that it wasn't just Peyton Torrey and Haley Brooks. Um, a lot of, and um, um, the elder Kinnear. There are so many Kinnears. Kendall. No. Or Aaron. <laughs> uh, just, and Kaylin Marshall. No, uh, that was the one. Kaylin Marshall, the elder Marshall. Um, there are so many of them. Um, but yeah, like a lot, it, it was a lot of them last year. So they've got to retool a lot of places. Um, they got two Marshalls left. They got Abby Levin left. Um, a lot of the girls who were featuring on the volleyball team. Um it will be an uphill battle to get back to where they were last year. But I mean, you know, I said volleyball did it. So basketball, why not? They're going to absolutely dominate that league. Like, and then they'll get to state and who knows, which is kind of the story for volleyball. Uh, then on the one A's on the girls side, Tonino is one and seven and on the boys side, Tonino is five and two with, uh, what, Noah Scow and Austin Ganya doing everything for him. Pretty dudes. much. Those are dudes. All right. There's a lot of guys and gals. Those are two dudes. Okay. They're very good. Uh, they've had a couple close losses, lost to Rainier and Tudor Lake, but they did beat Black Hills. That Tudor Lake game, I think it was like, they lost by five. It was like 64-59, and Noah Scow and Zach Swanson combined for like 55 of those points. Yeah. Uh, this podcast brought to you by AmeriCool Heating and Cooling. If you and your dudes have just been hanging out in a room and it's too hot, call AmeriCool Heating and Cooling. Get that AC fixed. You call their 24-7 emergency service line, 360-996-5806, or visit west.americoolonline.com and click the request service or get an estimate button and somebody will contact you about service to your HVAC system. Uh, your comfort is their business. They offer full-service HVAC installation services and repair with a 100% satisfaction guarantee on everything they do. Just like us. Absolutely. Because they're dudes at AmeriCool. That's and, right. And dudettes. Yeah, maybe there's some dudettes there, too. I don't know. Who are we to say? Uh, call them up for all your HVAC needs. And now we return to Josh's favorite segment. Good games coming up that maybe you're interested in, question mark? Wow. Yeah. You're interested. Streamlined title there. <laughs> uh, you know on. you're interested just because Aaron isn't interested. You know you want to see these important games. Uh, tomorrow night's important game. Yeah, this one. Yeah. And the girls at Toodle Lake. <laughs> uh, let's see. Not like a low bar for this segment. <laughs> Toodle Lake lost to Napoleon by 21 last week. But the Ducks are 7-1, and one, and an upset would be extra chaos, which is like... I. Like, it would. Like, this is just like, oh, the 49ers are playing the Giants this week. Uh, this could be interesting because what if the Giants win? I mean, this is just the, like, Tudor Lake is probably the fourth best team in the league. And it's kind of a, like, how, where is the gap between the top three and everybody else? And it's probably about 20 points. But you know what? Maybe weird things happen when you go down Spirit Lake hi- Highways. Oh, that's true. When you go to Tootle. Speaking of random good games, Ravens Niners. Okay. Christmas night. Mm-hmm. 
It doesn't have to do with C2BL action, but you mentioned the Niners. Are you a Niners fan? No, not really. I'm just annoying about it. Um, All right. How about about the Seahawks last night? Drew Locke, is he the guy? Only a Niners fan when they play the Seahawks. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Then Thursday night. We we actually get good games. (laughs) Thursday night, girls basketball, WFS versus Ellenberg at Central. Okay, this, you know what? This is is a good game. Really? You're going to accept that? This should be interesting. Ellensburg is the two-time defending 2A state champion. When was the last time they lost a game? I don't know, but they... They're on like a 70-game heater. They won, They went undefeated. They won the state championship last... They won the 2A state championship. I believe during the regular season, they also beat the team that went on to win the 3A state championship and the team that went on to win the 4A state championship. Ellensburg is the best team in the state. Like, period. End of question. At least they were last year when they had a girl who's Olivia Anderson, who's now at UW. They've still got dudes. Uh, let's see. Five days ago, they beat Chiawana and they improved to their winning streak to 54. <laughs> and what's the oh, wait, Let's see. Seven hours ago, they improved that to 56 in a row. So who knows? By now, it could be at 60. Yeah, no, they are very good. And WF West is definitely an underdog. This is the test. You want to see how you're going to stack up. This is who you play. And yeah. Uh, Olivia Anderson is now at UW. Good for you, Josh. Um, She's playing a little bit. Dylan Phillip is... Whatever happened to Dylan Phillip? That was Alex's favorite player. Jamison Phillip. She's still there. And she's still very good. All right. Well, we'll see. Good Uh, luck, Bearcats. And WFOS, I don't think it's... Oh, never mind. Go go for it. Uh, Also on Thursday, boys Toledo at Mossy Rock. Good matchup of past and future C2BL foes and a good measuring stick for both teams. I mean, again, you're going to judge Mossy Rock by its games against two B league teams this year yeah. instead of its league, league games. Uh, on Friday, WFOS girls play Davis at Central. It's a 4A, so it's probably something. Yeah, that's a good. Is that the, uh, what's what's that tournament? It's not the Sundome shootout. That was, no. That's in Yakima. It's something hosted by Central. Um, God, it used to be like the some, like some tarp company put it on or something. Huh, yeah. I can't remember what it was called. Um, let's see. Also, Mabden at Rainier. Yes, this is what we talk about, the East-West. Uh, Mabden girls are 6-2 and two with a win over Colfax. And that's the boys a, are also That's a girls-boys doubleheader. Yeah, so Mabden and Rainier, and you're going to get into the next one. Brewster's coming to Napa Vine. Oh, that so should be fun. That'll be fun. Apparently, the boys are 1-4 and four after they finish second in state, so I'm not entirely sure what's up with that. The girls are also a lot better this year, so maybe the girls' games will be better. And then... So, boys, girls, doubleheader, Mapton at Rainier, boys, girls, doubleheader, Brewster at Napavine, and then on Saturday, they're going to flip. So, oh, that's cool. Mapton will go to Rainier and Brewster. Sorry, Mapton will go to Napavine and Brewster will go to Rainier. I like that setup. That's good athletic directing. It really is. And yeah, that's we're like, gonna why get, didn't somebody else think of this? We're going to get four, day, or four games there of, like, two of the best teams in, on the girls' side versus two of the best teams, or East versus West, for girls and boys, and now that apparently the Rainier boys are all that, too. Like, this is extra saucy. Yeah. Um, and then also Friday, Morton White Pass, boys and girls doubleheader with Toledo at the Moda Center in Portland. I hope they run the scoreboard this year. That's all I'll say. All right. And then uh, Saturday is the other half of that uh, East-West crossover situation, Mapton and Napavine and Brewster at Rainier. So, yeah, those games are indeed... Things you might be interested in, question mark. And then it's Christmas. Yeah. Which is a thing. 
<clears throat> what day is Christmas? The Monday. Monday. The 25th, usually. It's the 25th, isn't it? If you were playing were C2BL saying. Santa, Aaron, what would you get for various schools? Oh, wow. Are we doing, are we doing Santa? Or are we doing like a Wizard of Oz situation? I would wish Adna Boys good health. Um, other than that. I remember uh, like College Football Live, this thing where Trevor Maddich dressed up as Santa and kids were like, oh, I'm, oh, oh. I'm UW. What should I ask for for Christmas? Oh, child, you should ask for an offensive line or... You should ask for uh, a better conference or that yeah, kind of thing. something like that. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I don't know what else anybody... What, what do you guys think? You guys watch all these games. What should everybody else ask for? Oh, jeez. Should have thought about this. <laughs> yeah. I, think, I think Black Hills wants its game against Tumwater Fast for the girls. Like, I think that's their shot at kind of, yeah, I think WF West is the thing they it wanted was its freshman, the girls team at least, it, it's freshmen to step up, and so far they are. You're looking at Dylan Beck doing things, Joy Cushman, those two combined for 20 points, and if you're getting 20 points from freshmen to go along with Julia Dalen and all the pieces there from last year, they're... That'll be a good thing to keep up. I didn't mention this earlier. I should have. I believe Anna, Amanda Bennett has not been playing the last, at least the last couple of games. I think she's been dealing with an ankle injury, but Karnofsky made it sound like she's expected back. I think they're hoping to get her in in Ellensburg this weekend. Um, that would help. But so they're 8-0, and and they're looking that impressive without one of their better players. And so that's just going to be another layer. Yeah, I think... Um, yeah. what, uh, when, when's the all area football coming out? Is that Thursday? Uh, depending on how fast Dylan writes the article. So either Thursday or Saturday. If you get it done tonight, we will. You should get it Buy done both tonight. papers. Yeah. Uh, yeah, just yeah. buy, he's right. Buy both papers. <laughs> You'll never know unless you buy both. It's going to run in both days. Who knows? Good plug. We'll um, run the MVP in, we'll run the team first and then the MVP will be in the next paper. In part two, find out who the best was. Hmm. Who was missing from this list? Yeah. Um, all right, we're we'll, we'll, we're gonna wrap it up there. Uh, thank you for listening, and we'll be back. Uh, I don't know after the holidays, maybe. I mean, we'll be back. I mean, the the question is not like. We'll be a matter of when. Uh, thanks for listening. 